near the top of the page. And the last thing we learned about was about Mr. Um, Hamayim and uh, how they took him in hold of it and they bombarded him because of the defect in, in, the, in the base of Migdash. And then we learned about the Mizbech, the requirements for the Mizbech, it has to be a hole, a ramp, and so on. So we, now we learned that there were two <clears throat> different vessels, two Safalim, one for the water and one for the wine, that uh, then came down through the Shisin, through these, um, um, I guess, pipes that came, went all the way down to the Tohim. Went down to the nether nether. Shisin. Rabbi Bachana said that these shisim, ma and meshashis, he made breishis nivru. They were created in the very beginning of time. David should create them in the world already there. Never. It says in Pasik, chamuke yerechayich, that the chamuke yerechayich are yifais, and they are hidden, kmoi chaloyim, like jewels, ma se yidei uman, the handiwork of a real tradesman. So we're going to touch. Chamuke yerechayich. What do you mean? That your your thighs that are, are hidden, elu hashisin is referring to the shisin that are they're like the thighs of the of the mizbeach. K'moy chaloyim, they're like jewels. Chaloyim in Hebrew also can mean a hollow, like there's a, a vacuum. Shemechololin v'yodin adad haim, that they are hollowed out and they descend all the way down to the tahim, to underneath the to the deep. This is the skill of the of the ultimate tradesman, skill skill craftsman. Who is that? This was created from the beginning of time. These shifts were created the beginning of time. So that's why the base of Midrash was built over there. And the Mizbeh was built where it is. Bishmo learned similar idea that it was created from the beginning of time. It says Bereishis, but I learned from the very <coughs> very first word in the title. That the Abish created Shisim. So already from the beginning, when the Abish created the world, he created the world envisaging that there will be a Mizbech. However, um, Tanya, Tanya, we did learn Abyesi says Shisim, the Di Shisim, the Chulolin, they're hollowed out, the Yardin, and they go all the way down at time to the very deep Shinemad, it says. I sang to my friend. I sang to, to my friend, about half of my friend. I sang the, the song to La Karma, to his vineyard. Um, and now the, the Pasuk isn't explained. Abish is saying, I did everything possible for the Eden to make it as pleasant as possible. And they turned around and they sort of betrayed me. And he's using this as a marshal, what the Abish did for us. Kerem my friend happened to have a, a vineyard, the Kerem Ben Shemin, and he's going to explain, he's going to explain the, 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 the whole Pasuk soon, what each thing the Abisha did, what it alludes to. So there's a friend, the Kerem Ben Shemin, in a very fatty place, in a very, um, in a place that can grow very well. Vayiz Akeyu, he built a fence around it. Vayiz Akeyu, he removed all the stones and all the, all the hurdles that are standing in its way. And then he planted it, Soydik. He gave it, he gave it uh, um, his very strong roots. And by even he built a tower inside the middle. The Gam also, he dug a big uh, vat. 
He gave it, he built it there with the strong roots. That is referring to the base Amigdash. When he planted the vineyard, he didn't just take a few branches and he planted it. He took the very roots of the vineyard and placed it right there. And um, so this is like a very, the David still loved the base Amigdash so much, he called it his home. He built a tower inside it. This is it's like stands up like a tower. It's tall, big, manifest. He dug this yekev, he dug this vat. The Abish to dug this vat to receive the wine and the water. These are the shisim. So we see again that it was there from the beginning of time. The beginning of time. Time we learned. I disagree. Abelazvatsadik says that these shisim were not created in the beginning of time. It was built there by the time when they built the base of English. Little cotton hoya, there's a little chamber being kevish from his back. We discussed yesterday there's a little gap between the ramp and the mizbeach, because it says you have to throw the blood, and by an oil, you have to throw the meat as well. So it has to be a little bit of a gap. So it looks like that they're throwing. And the gap had a little chamber in that gap. There's a little chamber on the southwest corner, on the, in the, in the, on the western side. The marav is kevish, on the western side of the ramp. And, and there, the wine, and, and the wine used to collect over time a little bit there. But Achas once every 70 years, Pirchekuna, the young Kainim, Yodin Lasham would be able to go inside this chamber, Umalaktim Misham Yain, and they would collect all the Yain cutters that was congealed over the years, once every 70 years. Not too much wine went in, only once every 70 years went there. Uh, and because it was marble, so the wine didn't really get absorbed there. It's made out of marble, this little chamber. Wine didn't get absorbed there, but over time, there was some residue. So once every 70 years, they would go ahead and they would, uh, they would clean it. Must have been a very big event. Once every 70 years, they did it. It was like pressed dates. Over time, the, the wine that was there was like pressed figs. They would then go ahead, and because the wine was Kurdish, they would go ahead and they would burn it and, and, with, and, and treat it as if it was Kurdish. Shinema. Um, they, no, they would burn it inside the base of English in the courtyard somewhere. And um, yeah. And Shinema says, Ba'kodesh Haseich Nesach Sheikh Hashem. So in the Kurdish, all that where they poured out is Nesach Sheikh Hashem. So we see clearly from here that what? That we're, and we're going to learn like this, we're going to compare the burning of this Nesachim to the actual Nesachim itself. Just like the Nisach itself was done in Kedusha, in the base of Medusha itself, when you burn it, it, the waste of it is big dusha, also has to be big dusha. What do we see from all this? We might explain this in a minute. But what we, what we see from all this is that he argues and he holds that the Shisan were not something that was created in the beginning of time. It was something they built into the Mizbech to collect the wine. And they didn't hit the Shisan, they went down. And, they, and, and all this, the chamber they built, is all done there. So the Yomara, my mashma, how exactly do you learn that uh, it's talking about burning? All it says is that Kodesh HaSech Nezah Sheh Hashem. What is saying about burning? Abravinia, we learn out. Kodesh, Kodesh. We learn out another day of that from the following. It says, Kodesh, Hoch, it says about Kodesh HaSech Nezah Sheh Hashem. It says you should burn the Nezah in fire. And lo ye'ochu, you should eat it. Ki Kodesh, you. 
says Kodesh, when it comes to burning the noise. So therefore, we make it a shovel. Excuse me, one second. <coughs> second. So according to whom that the following price is written, and tell me according to who does it go after? It says in Sochim, all these libations, as long as he didn't pour it down yet, so belongs to the base, it was set aside, it was consecrated. So if you use it for your own purpose, you're still the base of Megish. But once it came down, to the to you used up you did in the sikh and now it's going down to these uh to these down these shoots down to the bottom ain't mail man if you catch the wine then there's no me at all lame according to who do we have to say this you would think it goes only how can you use the wine once you pour it down and go there's a shoot goes straight down to the very depth how in the world do you get a hold of the wine but according to blood of Tzadik, it goes into this cavity, into this chamber. Then she can collect some wine from there. According goes straight down to the to very deep, the very deep. How in the world are you going to use the wine? Practically speaking, says the Gemara. No, that's not it. I feel You could even argue just telling you according to the Rabbanon. And the reason is, but the Iklet. You're talking about you, you know that in somewhere in the shoots, you um. You put a, a cup inside to collect some of the wine as it's falling down the chute. And the question is, can you use that wine or not? And it has to tell you that once you, you, you did the mitzvah nasikh, there's no longer any meal of it. So it's not a, not a proof either way. It's holy all the way. Because you learn it from a kodesh, but kodesh, so it sounds like it's holy even as it's coming down after you use it up. So of course there's still meal. There's a rule we had a few times. There is nothing. You completed its mitzvah and yet still you're stealing. Once you did the mitzvah, David just says it's no longer mine. So therefore, there's no stealing anymore. At the time when they're going ahead and they are pouring wine on the mitzvah, they, they, they would seal up all the holes of the shoes. We want first the wine to, to sit on the mezbech a little bit, to settle on the mezbech, because it's a sign of elegance, as we'll soon see. It's a sign of elegance. <clears throat> um, why is that? Why is that a sign of elegance? <clears throat> now that we learned there's a hole on top of the mezbech that leads you down to the shoots that go to the never-never, down to the depth, down to the deep. So that so they would first cover up those holes so the wine can sit on top of the bear. So why is it important for the wine to sit in the bear for a couple of minutes? He says here, you know why? So to, to Mekayim, the Pasik where it says that Bakoidish is Hasech Nesach Shechel Hashem, and he would uh, pour this Nesach for the Abishta. So my master, what do you see from there? They have to close up the holes. Papa the word Shechel has number. Uh, different meanings. Number one, Sheikh is drinking. Also, Sheikh um the Lashon that satisfies you, it fills you up. And third, it's a Lashon Shikris, a Lashon of being inebriated. So therefore, if you want to look satisfied, then the wine has to settle there, sit there a little bit. So you close up the holes, you let the wine sit there a little bit before they open it up and let it fall down the sheets. 
says the Yemodim, oh, but Papa, the Papa says, Papa says, when you eat food, you can eat in small morsels. The main thing is it fills up in your stomach. That's why I, used to, I always tell you, eat slowly. No point eating fast because you know you're not getting any fuller, you're just you know, you're gonna be hungry again quickly. But when it comes to drinking, it's the throat that fills you up. So if your throat is full of the of the wine, you feel full. So Rava said, Sumarabon, a rabbi. The lane officially Hamra doesn't have enough wine because he's poor and he doesn't have the money. And on the other hand, there's, there's occasions when there's a mitzvah to drink wine, like anyamtiv and so on. So what you should do is ligamigamua that uh, you should swallow in big gulps. You swallow big gulps, even though you have a small amount of wine, you can enjoy it and feel full. You can enjoy the wine much better. Don't drink it and savor it and just drink it a little bit at a time. Do the exact opposite of what you're told to do today. Drink the wine in gulps. You'll enjoy it much better. And Raja said, this is because of Chibub Mitzvah. This, this shows how dear the Mitzvah is to you. Rava, Rava, Akosa de Bichosa, whenever he made Yilukos um, Bracha on wine, Agama Gemua, he would go ahead and he would do exactly that. He would fill up his throat with, with the big gulps and then he would swallow it. Dorash, Rava, Rava, Darshan, how wonderful are your steps? with your shoes, the daughter of this most generous person. What exactly does it mean? Um, how wonderful is the passing saying? How wonderful is this is Are they eaten when they're walking? Where are they walking with the mitzvah? When they're going to a regal, the daughter of the generous person, or who is that? The daughter of Avram Avinu. Why is Avram Avinu referred to as Nadiv? Nadiv. He was called a generous person. It says, that um, all those generous people, uh, they came and they joined together. And it says in the Pesach, Am Avram. The nation with the Abishter, Im Avram, with the Abishter of Avram. Why does it say Eleke Avram, Belay Eleke Yitzchak, and Yaakov? Why does it also refer to the, the neighbors of Avram, of Yitzchak, and Yaakov? Eleke Avram, you know, Avram, he was the first person who recognized the greatness of Hashem, and um, and he did out of the generosity of his heart to become a Gers, become the Div Lev that he offered himself to the Abishta, and that's what we're called Pasna Div. It says a possible post we just brought before. It says, your thighs are hidden. <clears throat> um, uh, um, what it or, um, why is the tail compared to a thigh? Like thigh sort of hidden. It's the flesh inside your thigh that is hidden. So, too, if you true success in the tail is when you do it in a discreet way. So, like Rashi says, you shouldn't sit on top of the city and make sure everybody sees you learning. And don't teach your students in the marketplace that everybody can see. If you want your students to be successful, you learn to be successful, you should do it discreetly. That Hashem will, tell, will be told, he told you the person, what is good for you, Hashem wants from you, he wants you to do mishpat, and he wants you to do chesed. Make sure that you go in a discreet way with the Abishta. What exactly does that mean? So touch as follows. Um, what was it? Uh, sorry. 
Mishpah, what is Mishpah? Mishpah Zahadin. Mishpah is obviously din, which we just. Avas Chesed, what does it mean? He wants you to love Chesed. Obviously, it means Chesedim. But what does it mean? You should be discreet when you go with Abish's ways. Zu Hoytsoas Hames, when you go to Levaya, the Hachnosis Kala, and when you go to a, a, to a wedding. And what, what, what do you mean, Lech is going? Because Shleim HaMelech said the most astonishing thing, but he says, it is better to go to the house of mourning than go to a wedding. So, so the word leches is applied over there, and we're going to use the same word here, and we're going to say as follows. We want you to be discreet. So Rashi, according to our version of Rashi, is another version. He says you should um, eat. You should, you should eat with a, with a measure. Don't eat. Uh, don't be a glutton. And when you rejoice at the wedding, don't go all the way out as well. It should be tempered. You shouldn't be kalos reish. That's what he says over here. Others say, when by a funeral, don't go over the top with your hespedim. As we'll see in my cotton, all about that. Rashi brings a, a second shot, a very nice shot. Rashi, another shot is, there's a big mitzvah of giving money for alavaya, and there's a big mitzvah of giving money for Achnas's kala, but do it discreetly. And don't tell somebody, but interesting what Rashi says here, don't tell somebody who didn't know that you gave his doctor and tell him, you know, I gave, that I gave. So no, to people that that, give, that not give you gives doctor you lot of say. So people who don't know, don't say anything. things which you normally do openly. says be discreet. So dvorim. So therefore, the second generation is a little bit hard to understand. When you give doctor, you, you normally you have to give it in an open way and tell everybody. Why is that? But if you learn it by a chasna when you you dancing everything else, everybody sees. That makes sense. It's a matter of things that you don't do out in public. And yet the Abisha says, I want you to do it in a modest way. We're referring to Tanakh in the, the Mari's expression, Umra <clears throat> So the Mashal says in a few places, when it says Umra you have to know it doesn't necessarily mean directly from the, um, from the five Chumashim. It can mean Tanakh, it can be anything. I am yet the Tatar things that you normally do discreetly. For example, if you give to a poor stocker to a poor person, which is discreet, you don't want to everyone to know to embarrass him. Is Allah has come of a camera. So therefore the second generation is a little bit hard to fit in. That the first part is also talking about Zdoka. It seems the first part is talking about the actual wedding itself, the actual ceremony and the actual funeral procession, versus giving Zdoka, because a lot of times you give Zdoka quietly. Um, because you don't want to embarrass or shame anybody. <clears throat> um, so the same thing when it comes to learning Torah. I don't want us to know that the public, even though we have a, we have a, the Rajba writes, we have a concept, sometimes we say, mitzvah lefarsim, or you say mitzvah, that sometimes you give the doctor, you have to tell the whole world so others should learn from you. Um, nevertheless, it's... Um, what do you call it? You should try to, in a general basis, try to speak. Giving tzedakah is greater than the value of kabbalah today. It says, Even better than kabbalah. And as zevach can include any carbon, including a chattas and ashram, any carbon you have. And yet tzedakah is, is more valuable to me. So more here we'll talk a little bit about mul chasadim. The value mul chasadim is Yeshua's dark. Mul chasadim is not money. Mul chasadim will soon see is greater even than the dark. How do I know? It says a pasuk zero lochem l'zdaka that you plant for the dark 
And kitzur, but your harvest, levi chesed, according to the goodness in it. So there's tzedakah and there's chesed. Now, when it comes to planting, what's the chil of planting or harvesting? When you plant, do you know you're going to have a good harvest, a good crop? You don't know. Imad nuzereya. If you're planting, sofik oichol, sofik enochol. Do you know if that is going to be a successful crop or not? No, you don't. Adam koitzer, but if you're harvesting, now you already have your crop. Vadi oichol, you know exactly what you're going to eat. So therefore, harvesting is much more of a surety and it's much more valuable. That you don't get reward if it's dukkah, but it also depends on how much thought you put into it and how much goodness you've added to it as well. We're having more of a battle, we're having more of a battle that when you give to dukkah, you also have to say a nice compliment that it gives you an additional number of brachas. And um, so, Rashi, the way Rashi breaks it up is giving the money is the easy part, it's the tircha that goes with it that's the chesed. For example, Rashi says, you bring it to his house. Um, or, for example, you bring him baked bread. Instead of just giving him money that he has to run to the bakery, you thought it through, and you see the guy has no food, you bring him food to directly to eat or clothes to wear. wear. Um, or you, you know there's certain times of the year that fruits and vegetables are cheaper than other times, or certain commodities are cheaper. Give him the money then so that he can, the money will have more advantage of that amount of money than later on. Otherwise, you put thought into it. The thought into it, that, he says, is the tircha, and that is the chesed shabbat. So you have the tzedakah, the easy part is giving the money, and the chesed shabbat is worth so much more when you think about the poor person and what's the best for them. So it says, planting is a tzedakah. You don't know what's going to alcohol be. But harvesting it, that is according, that is the chesed. In what way? Tzedakah, just give me money. Gemilas chasadim. What's gemilas chasadim? Bein beguf of bein bemoinay. Gemilas chasadim. You go to lavaya. That's gemilas chasadim. Doesn't mean necessarily money. It means helping out. I can do it physically as well. In Samei Chasad, Rashi gives a few examples of gemilas chasadim. He says, um, interesting. He says making the hespid at the mace or carrying the coffin. Doesn't say the actual procession. And if you Samei Chasan, or you're escorting a friend. I was leaving town, you escort them. All of these are considered mil chasadim. Mine is literally lending him money and so on. Um, another difference is mil chasadim, tzedakah is only to poor people. Charity is only to poor people. Abba gemil chasadim, benalim Hashem, Hashem also need help. And another thing is, tzedakah is l'chaim. Tzedakah, you can only give somebody who's alive. Abba gemil chasadim, ben l'chaim, ben l'meis. Like we just gave examples at a funeral. Somebody gives tzedakah um, when it's called for and follows mishpat, you know, make sure everything is done, done civilly, done in the correct way. Is um, sorry. Um, if you do tzedakah, mishpat, the chesed of Hashem fills the entire world. So you might think, okay, it's so easy. I'll go help give tzedakah and chesed. And the Abish will make it possible to be plenty of poor people around. So he says an interesting thing. It's not so simple. That I don't want the people in my in my town to have any schusim. So even though they were nice, generous people that gave tzedakah, they were showing him they gave tzedakah, make sure the people they're giving to are anoshim she'enam ahugadim. They're not worthy people, and therefore it's not tzedakah. In other words, the mitzvah tzedakah, there's a big hakira. Is the mitzvah tzedakah for me to give or the poor person to receive? What's the main mitzvah tzedakah? And the, the famous question 
that happens. If I, if I for example, give a tzedakah to somebody, I give them a thousand dollars, and 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 actually I'm only going to give him two hundred dollars, but he's going to give me a receipt for a thousand dollars. So therefore, I just saved myself three hundred dollars in taxes. Is that called tzedakah? He received two hundred dollars, but I actually gave nothing because I actually made three hundred dollars on this transaction. It's a duck of um, my giving or him receiving. The fact that we said in the phrase that if somebody loses money and somebody else found it, that's a duck. That seems to prove that it's the main thing is someone else should receive it. And the Gemara and Yimish said the same thing. I don't care that people give you the duck and make sure the people aren't worthy. So the same thing Gemara saying right here. You think it's so easy. Just give the duck willy nilly. No, it isn't that easy. Anybody comes and gets money, he's already considered a duck and you're a good guy. No, it's not how it works. Because it says in the Pasik, my yoker has it says here how precious is is the chesed of the abishe of the chesed shem alot that what that it's expensive it's it's precious when you do it in the right way <clears throat> in other words you have to apply yourself and you have to make sure that this ducky you're giving interesting so rashi says here that uh, i'll just quote you rashi here tzarich losses leave you have to uh, think about it the litroyach there has to be some kind of a bother. The little and look for good causes. It's not always that you're giving tzedakah to people who are worthy of it. So in other words, don't just give willy-nilly. Think it through. Give tzedakah. Of course, you're a lot of tzedakah willing right now. But put it some thought into it. So then the mitzvah becomes more valuable. So I would have thought that Yod Shemaim also, when he gives Dukkah, has to also go through this whole process. They just chesses on those of Those of him, they should make sure that whatever you do, whatever you give, every cent counts. Any person that has charm, be you do, Yod Shemaim. Must be the Yod Shemaim. It says, Chesed Hashem, Eilam Adelam, Al Yireya, David says, Chesed is on those affairs. Remember, Blossom, I said, it was a positive, Pia, possible, Chachmus, every Friday night. The mouth opens with wisdom, the Torah's Chesed, the Torah of charity, Al Shreina is on a tongue. Give me the Torah of Chesed, what kind of other Torah is there? The Torah of Chesed, the Torah of Chesed, what are two kinds of Torahs? El Torah of Lishma, the Torah of Chesed, you don't learn for the right reasons, it's Called the generous chesed, which is not chesed. Another way of learning is if you learn in order to pass it on to others to disseminate it, that is, remember, the whole idea of chesed is to give others, so therefore, is like you, like chesed. But you're learning for yourself, you don't share with anybody else. That's called taita, that is not made of chesed. In the quickly in the mission, we learned Kimaseya Bukhil, Kachmaseya Bishabas. And then we learned that on Shabbos, with the, the Nisachamayan, they would do it on Friday, put it into a golden vessel, and make sure the vessel was not Kurdish, and then leave it overnight. And then the following day they would use it um, for Nisachamay. So you might ask, why? Why did they have to take all of these precautions and use a Kali Dafka that was not uh, consecrated for the base of Migdish use? Why can't you bring in a Kali that is sanctified and is consecrated for the base of Migdish? Because we understand there's a concept that if something is sitting in a Kali overnight, it becomes possible with Lina. But we thought right now, in our opinion, I'd say that the only time that is possible, Lina, is if you put in a Kali deliberately. And you wanted that the keli should sanctify whatever you put inside it. Um, <clears throat> and the other thing is, something that if, uh, if you put in exact shear, 
then the keli consecrates it. But if you put in extra, more than the shir is, then it's no longer suitable for that keli. The keli no longer consecrates it. So there was two reasons we thought there's nothing wrong with putting in a keli makudish. Don't have in mind that the keli should make the water holy on Friday since you have no intention of using it until tomorrow. So tomorrow you'll think of making holy and also put in extra water. And therefore, it should be a problem. So why do you have to look for a keli that is not makudishish? Asking what about my nice even makudishish? Oh, Mazidi, Zidi answers, I'll tell you, to, to counter both of your points, why we have to be very careful. Number one is, somebody holds, ain't We only have a minimum. We said before, three lugin reviews as one lug. We only have a minimum, but there's no maximum. So whatever you put in the keli, that is the correct shear. That's number one. So that, that, that deals with that thing that you say, once it's more than a shear, it doesn't become consecrated. There is no shear. There is no cap, number one. And number two is the clay shutters, our Mishnah holds that a clay shutters, once you put things inside it, the content inside will become sanctified, regardless whether you intended to or not. That's why we have to be careful and make sure we have no case. Says the Gemara, the E, my Simukadesha, so that's a question. <clears throat> and therefore, no, it's more explained. And therefore, if they were to use the KD that was already consecrated for the use of the base of English, what's going to happen is if any water you put inside it will become possible by remaining there overnight because there's no cap in how much water we don't need to cover it, ruins the whole thing. However, Chizki says, <clears throat> he says, I'll agree, I'll grant you that from here we learn out there's no limit, there's no cap to the water. And because there's no cap to the water, that's why all of it will become Kurdish. But the second point that you say, that if you, uh, that if, even if you didn't have in mind, it becomes Kurdish, and that's why they want to do it, blab dafka. Why? So the, how could Mishra say you shouldn't put it in a Mekodesh's? <clears throat> We're more worried about Marisai. Chizki says, Klei Shodas, a Mekachin El Medas. A Klei Shodas will only be Mekadish knowingly. And so over here, there's no problem about knowingly, let's say you have in mind not to become Kadish. And still, we don't want you to put in the Kadi because there's no captured water, so we'll become Kadish. But what about the fact that I didn't have it in mind? And if you didn't have a mind on Kurdish, we're worried about what people think. They don't understand all of this. All they see is that you left the water there from Friday till Shabbos. And they see that tomorrow you're going to use the Kaylee. You fill the water with the yes. Remember the whole procession. Everybody saw what happened there. And they, they don't know that. you. They think that because it's not avoiding the base of Maker, surely you wanted it to, to be consecrated inside this Kaylee. And, 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 and since there's no shear, it becomes holy. And yet you use it the following day. So they think, ah, there's no such thing as absolutely and a problem can arise from that. People will think, people will think that you, of course, it's a mitzvah, for sure you wanted it to become consecrated. And they'll say, oh, so you're allowed to leave things overnight. And the Rashi uses words, the disaster will come out from it. Omar Abiyane, once you introduce the idea of, um, of Gzeir, Abiyane comes along and says, name of Gzeir. Unfortunately, I have a hard time understanding how in the world Abiyane, who was uh, the teacher, of Rabbi Yechen can uh, be say things in the name of Rabbi Zayda, who lived years later, was much, 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 much younger. I feel a tamer, I can go further. Once you introduce Zayda, I'll take Zayda a step further. Really, yes, Shailayim. In fact, th th there's two, a double reason why there's no issue here at all with putting water in eight clay shutters. Number one is there is a cap. It has to be exactly three lugin. Anything more than that is not, is therefore the Kaylee won't be Makadish, number one. Number two, you have to have Kavana. Here you have no Kavana. And still, we don't want you to put in the Kaylee. But nevertheless, we are worried. People will say, you filled it up for the Kohen Godel, that he needs the water. 
because when it comes to washing the hands and feet, it has to be used with water that is Mekudosh, just like the Kir. The Kir was Mekudosh. If the Kir is Mekudosh, how did they have water in the Kir from one day to the next? Remember, we learned they had this pulley system, so every night they would drop the Kir and, and, and leave it inside the, inside the canal that was there, and they opened up the, the valve so that it was connected to the water, like Hashoka. So therefore, it was always connected to this running water. It was not like in the Kaili. It was like outside the Kaili. <laughs> so um, so they thought that the Koyin Godul is washing his hands and feet and has to be Kodesh. And they think that this water that you have here is not the, the water for the Mizbeach, it's the water to wash the hands. Because um, um, for the Koyin Godul as well, they used to use a golden vessel because it's covered of the Koyin Godul so he can wash his hands and his feet. And um, they'll think, oh, Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim, they filled it up and it was there overnight. And Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim definitely does no there's no shear whatsoever. There's no, there's no maximum how much water it is. It all fit into the keli. Look at the kir itself. And um, and then if they see they use the water, they'll say, oh, you're allowed to use water there overnight. That's why we have to make sure we used a keli that was not mikudish. Then tomorrow we'll learn about what happened and left it uncovered, or um, if you can use that water or not. Okay, tomorrow, everyone, <clears throat> everyone have a good day.